Let's go to our beloved Ustad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum ma'arafat. Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Riyaz Hussain. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulil karim amma ba'd all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alhamdulillah, if you saw the moon last night, it was Laylatul Badr, the full moon. And today is the 14th of Jumad al-Ula, 1440. A wonderful, magnificent spectacle last night with the full moon. Today we concentrate on Surah Ra'ad, chapter number 13 of the Noble Quran. The Surah was revealed after Mustafa Habibuna Wasallam's migration to Medina Munawwara. And Surah Ra'ad contains 43 verses. Ra'ad refers to thunder. Almighty Allah Jalla Allah tells us, Allahu alladhi rafa'a as-samawati bighayri amadin tarawnaha. Almighty Allah Jalla Allah has created the heavens, the skies, and made it so high, and you see no pillar. Imagine that Almighty Allah created the skies. When we look on top, then we don't see any support, any pillar. So who can do all that? Only Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, a manifestation of His absolute power, control, and authority. All of you, my sisters, you are pregnant, you are expecting. Read the following verse, Surah 13, Surah Ra'ad, verse number 8. Allahu ya'alamu ma tahmilu kullu unsa wa ma taghidu al-arhamu wa ma tazdad. Only Almighty Allah Jalla Wala knows what every female is carrying while she is pregnant, boy or girl, twins or triplets, normal, abnormal. And whatever contractions are taking place in the womb, whatever expansions are taking place, only Almighty Allah knows. And remember, everything will happen on the appointed time. The surah's name is Surah to Ra'ad, chapter number 13. It refers to thunder. When you hear the lightning, you hear the thunder. Then read the following verse, Surah 13, verse 13. Very easy reference, chapter 13, verse 13. وَيُسَبِّحُ الرَّعَدُ بِحَمْدِهِ وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ مِنْ And the Ra'ad, the thunder, is singing, glorifying the praises of Almighty Allah. And the Malaika and the angels are also glorifying Almighty Allah. Min out of the fear of Almighty Allah. So all the sounds we hear, in reality, it is the glorification of Almighty Allah, Jalla but obviously me and you do not comprehend and understand it. And therefore we should be reading the dua. 
Allahumma la taqtulna that ya Allah do not kill us and destroy us bi ghadabik with your wrath and anger wala tuhlikna bi adabik ya Allah do not destroy us with your punishment wa afina qabla dhalik o almighty Allah grant us safety comfort وَآفِنَا قَبْلَ ذَلِكَ Before that, before the punishment comes. اللَّهُمَّ لَا تَقْتُلْنَا بِغَضَبِكَ وَلَا تُهُلِكْنَا بِعَذَابِكَ وَآفِنَا قَبْلَ ذَلِكَ Open Mishka Sharif. You will find it wonderful, beautiful dua. Surah 13, Surah Ra'ad, verse number 17, a wonderful, beautiful verse, and each one of us should wonder, ponder, reflect on it. Almighty Allah gives examples. كَذَلِكَ يَدْرِبُ اللَّهُ الْحَقَّ وَالْبَاطِلِ Similarly, Almighty Allah gives examples of truth and falsehood. Why does Almighty Allah give examples in the Noble Qur'an? وَتِلْكَ الْأَمْثَالُ نَضْرِبُهَا لِلنَّاسِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ and the examples which we set forth and give you, O human being, so that they wonder, ponder, and reflect in it. So each one of us should remember that we should be reflecting, wondering, pondering in the power, in the examples of all Allah. We go to the ocean, we go to the rivers and the dams, and we admire it. If you're in a plane and you're flying over the ocean, فَأَمَّا الزَّبَدُ فَيَذْهَبُ جُفَاءً As for the foam, as for the bubble you see on top, فَيَذْهَبُ جُفَاءً That will go away dry. That this batil, this falsehood, will stay on top for a little while, and then it would disappear. In this very country of our South Africa, we know the hated system, the inhumane system of apartheid. We were born in apartheid, and we saw how apartheid was dismantled. So that is the bubble, the form. Anything on Batil, capitalism, Zionism, communism, all these man-made isms cannot last. They will come and disappear just like the bubble and the form. وَأَمَّا مَا يَنْفَأُ النَّاسِ فَيَمْكُثُ فِي الْأَرْضِ And as for that which is an asset to humanity, like the water, the bubble, the form is on top, and the water is at the bottom. So you see, the water will remain always. فَيَمْكُثُ فِي الْأَرْضِ It will remain. So the message of truth will always remain. Today you find so many people in their private life, public life, their statements, they want to curry favor with this person or that person, or they have that hidden agenda and ulterior motive, and then there's humiliation, disgrace. Because the batil, the falsehood, must perish and the truth must prevail. So therefore always become the true water and the message of truth and that will always prevail sooner or later. Almighty Allah Jalla wala teaches us that who are the people who will enter Jannah? They are those people who exercise patience and endurance solely only for the pleasure of Almighty Allah. They read the Salat and make others perform Salat on time. And they spend from what we gave them. They must never think that they accumulated the wealth because of their business acumen or intelligence. Nay, is we gave them this wealth. 
discreetly, privately, they are spending, and publicly as well. وَيَدْرَؤُونَ بِالْحَسَنَةِ And they repel the vices with goodness. So you don't fight fire with fire. You find you fight fire with water. So evil, you repel it with good deeds. For them will be a wonderful ending. And that is Jannah. And everlasting Jannah. And they will enter it. Their parents, their spouses, their children, all will enter it. And will malaikud yadkhuluna alayhim min kulli bab. At every portal, at every door, the angels will be there to greet them and enter there. Salamun alaykum bima sabartum. Salam and peace be upon you for your patience and endurance, patience on good deeds, patience staying away from vices and sins, patience when calamities strike. For ni'mah uqbaddar, how excellent is this abode, the abode of Jannah. So imagine that this is a prescription, this is a recipe when people want to enter Jannah. Thereafter all Allah teaches us, and what a great lesson for today's human being. Today's modern human being is only interested in the physical self. How I must eat, how I must drink, how much exercise I must do. But the spiritual side, we see the soul, the spirit is barren, is malnourished and undernourished. Almighty Allah gave us sustenance and provision for that soul as well. Allah, Allah is harfut tambih. Allah wants our undivided attention. Bidhikrillah, tatma'innul qulub. In the remembrance of Allah, the heart will find peace and contentment. Go to South Korea, go to Japan, see how much they have progressed, but you will see so many people committing suicide because the soul, it is undernourished, malnourished. So Islam has given us the balanced way, and that is we nourish our body, we nourish our soul as well. The soul is nourished with the zikr of Allah, Quran tilawat, La ilaha illallah, Durood Sharif salawat upon the Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam and all these zikr we make subhanallah walhamdulillah wala ilaha illallah wallahu akbar so imagine the beauty of the noble Quran and thereafter all Allah tells us وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُلًا مِّنْ قَبْلِكَ Indeed, we have sent the messengers before you, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَجَعَلْنَا لَهُمْ أَزْوَاجًا وَذُرِّيًّا We gave them and granted them spouses and children. Every Nabi got married, every messenger got married, will have children. And Nabi Isa alayhi salam, when he returns, he'll get married and have children. The only messenger and Nabi did not get married is Nabi Yahya Salam. So remember, this is a sunnah of all the Anbiya Salam to enter into nikah and stay away from vices. May all Mithya Allah Jalla wa Allah grant us the tawfiq to practice on the Quran Sharif and the sunnah. Barakallahu fiq. 27 uh, minutes to 5, uh, we go to Kwaduguza early this morning. Assalamu alaikum of Tisab. What is Riyadhus Salihin? Is it authentic? Kwaduguza, Ustad. 
Guadugusa is Tenga here in South Africa in the North Coast. Beautiful place, mashallah. And remember that Riyadhus Salihin is one of those ahadith compilations which we encourage every Muslim house should have a copy. Riyadhus Salihin, the gardens of the pious, written by Allama Nawawi Rahimamullah. Allama Nawawi Rahimamullah is that great scholar that A'alam bi Madhabi Shafi'iyah one of the greatest scholars of the Shafi'i school of thought, our Honorable Ustad, Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni, has, has taken Riyadh Salihin and edited it as well, meaning that the difficult words and so forth, he has mentioned some ta'aliq and some footnotes and so forth. So excellent work. We highly recommend it. Every Muslim house should have a copy, whether in English, Urdu, whatever language you understand, and it is translated in various languages. Usada, somebody wants to know, this is from uh, overseas, yes, it's from uh, Peira. Uh, Muftisab, can you provide me with guidance on two aspects? I am 31, never married female and have a problem whereby my period is very irregular and stays away for three to six months at a time, then comes back for two or three months and then goes away again. I've been to doctors and they suggest an exploratory operation which makes me nervous and scared. Please advise Ustad. Remember, sister, that you've been to the doctors and gynecologists or whoever else, Allah alone knows what is the real problem. From an Islamic perspective, we will say that you must read Surah Fatiha seven times, blow on yourself, take a honey daily, drink zamzam if you have, ask people who have just returned from Umrah and so forth. Daily give out charity. Dawood maradakum bisadaka the hadith in Abu Dawood in the Marasil, and that is that the dawa or for your sick, the medication for your ill and sick is charity in cash or kind, and this is voluntary charity could be given to anybody, poor Muslim or poor non-Muslim, so all that would suffice. Remember regarding your hayes and your menses, the law will be. That is the law. So remember that when the bleeding occurs and it is three days and more, so that will be your menses according to the Hanafis. And when there is no bleeding, no spotting, then remember all the time you are Tahira, you are clean. According to the Shafis, <coughs> according to the Shafi'i scholars, that you will be considered impure, that once the bleeding continues for one day or more, and if it is less than that, then it will be istihada. So that will be that you consider clean, but in istihada, remember that you will perform your salat, but for every salat, you will have to perform and make a fresh hudu. So these are the basic rules that you should understand. And to get married, Read two rakat salat daily at Ishraq time or after Zohar, after Maghrib, after Isha, and read the following verse, Surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata ayun. O Allah, grant us spouses and children that are the coolness of the eyes. Uh, Ustad, we go to a very new listener as well, Brother Yusuf. He says, Mufti Sab, finally I found you. Uh, I thought I have lost you when you left Channel Islam International. This is from Deep Kluf. He says, uh, Mufti Sab, putting insulin injection for diabetes on the stomach when fasting. Does it break the fast? Deep Kluf, Ustad. <laughs> 
MashaAllah, my brother Yusuf, Allah Ta'ala reward you. Man jadda wajada, when a person makes effort, then you'll always find. So your quest for the truth, MashaAllah, so you found Markas Sahaba, you found us. Now what you have to do, my brother Yusuf, in deep truth, that you have to send this context you have now, that how you can listen to Markas Sahaba, Radio Ansar, Sirius FM, all that, inshaAllah, you should send it to all your contacts. Let's answer your question and then I'll make one announcement for you as well and the esteemed listeners. When a person is fasting and because of diabetes and whatever you, you take injection and will that impact on your fast, yes or no? No, your fast will still be valid and your fasting is good. There's no problem with that. The scholars have written and the jurors have written, when a person takes injections and so forth, which goes right into the stomach and so forth, that will nullify and break the fast. When we consulted the specialists, the doctors, they say, no, that does not happen. So injections or insulin, whether it is on the hand, whether on the back, whether just on the stomach and so forth, all that will be permissible even while you are fasting. Now you, my brother, you make notes so every day mashallah on arafat starts four o'clock to six o'clock and then my tafsir you can listen to it five past one to half past one and that is surah hujurat chapter 49 today we're completing the surah inshallah and then remember half past one to two o'clock every day monday to sunday sunday to sunday now today we're continuing with surah araf chapter seven and today, Monday, you can listen to the report back program between two and up past two. Wonderful week we had with the help and mercy of all Allah, Jalla Wala. And then tonight, Monday night, you can listen to the Q&A between 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock with Mona Arafat, Hatia and myself. So all these programs are for you, my brother Yusuf. Keep it locked on Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Ustad, it says here, Assalamu alaikum, Honorable Mufti Sab. We thoroughly enjoy the early morning show with Molana Arafat. Uh, this is from Ilans Fontaine. It says here, Mufti Sab, we just want to know quickly, a family member has just been diagnosed with cancer. They would like to take out sadaqa and have been told to make a, li- a live sadaqa, meaning slaughtering an animal. Is this correct? Is there more benefit in this or is giving out money the same benefit? Please, could you reply urgently? as we would like to do it as soon as possible. The Pandors, Ilan Fontaine, Ustad. MashaAllah, Ilan Fontaine, Pandors and Bamjis. Yahya Bamji and myself were together in school. He passed away. Allah Jalla Allah grant him Jannah to those. Nevertheless, we say to you, may Almighty Allah grant the person who has cancer complete shifa, never lose hope in the mercy of Almighty Allah, that we have to remain positive with Almighty Allah. Take honey, take zamzam, read Surah Fatiha. Dawu maradakum bi sadaqah is a hadith mentioned by Imam Abu Dawood in his marasil. So give your charity as a form of dawa and medication. There's no such thing that it must be a live animal and then you slaughter it and so forth. You can just give money, 20 rand, 50 rand, 100 rand, 1000 rand, whatever you can afford and you give it to poor Muslims or poor non-Muslims. It is voluntary charity. If you are to slaughter a goat or a sheep, that also is permissible, acceptable, but not sunnah for this purpose. So you know why some people, they say that it must be a live animal 
ek jaan ke liye dusre jaan meaning that one person's life is in danger so let us take the life of one and the other person's life would be saved meaning that the animal we can slaughter it that's permissible then through the baraka and blessing of that this person's life will be saved but remember there's no such thing that in islam this is the only way you should do it it is one of the many permissible ways so my advice rather give out money and that will suffice inshallah and you the family there pando family bamji family there ilans fontaine we know we used to play soccer there in the 60s and 70s early 70s so remember that what you should do that tell the whole family children and all to read don't worry about the quantity and amount la ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu minadhalimeen truly there is none worthy of worship but you O Allah everlasting glory perfection is for you I am the wrongdoer inshallah Allah will give cure to the person who is ill and may almighty Allah give shifa to all those who are ill and sick Ustad, uh, Brother Ibrahim Seder from Italy says that uh, Honorable Mufti Saab, Darul Ulum Dioban says that crow is halal. Could Mufti Saab please just explain to me? You must remember in Islam there is not that this Darulum, that Darulum say it is halal and this is halal and so forth and so forth. You must remember that you are in Italy. So what will happen is somebody met you, somebody told you this happened, this happened. So you get different types of crows and so forth. So yes, according to the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, some are permissible, some are not permissible. My advice to you, these type of issues that you rather discuss with the ulama in your country and it will be much easier for you. Remember to understand these type of issues. These are academic discussions. But if you want an academic discussion in detail, in Fatawa Darlum Zakaria, our Honorable Ustad, Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haqsab, Hafidhullah, yesterday I spent hours with Hazrat, Alhamdulillah. So we see in the sixth volume or seventh volume of Fatawa Darulum, he has a wonderful discussion on all those things that are halal and so forth. So this masla, that kowaka, that the masla about the hurab, about the crow, I gave you in three languages there. So there's a whole academic discussion there. You can refer to it or go online and you will find it there. Fatawa Darulum Zakaria by Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haqsab. Ustad, let's go to brother uh, Abdullah. He says that this is from France. He says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Sab. Uh, what is your proof from your books, your fiqh books, that according to Hanafi Madhab, he says all seafood is permissible except for water hog and frogs? Provide reference, Ustad. From France, brother Abdullah. Brother Abdullah, I don't think you're reading with both eyes, my brother. I think you're reading with one eye, my brother. I never said that. Nowhere is that written. We wrote, according to the Shafi'is, Jami'u ma fil bahri halalun illa divda. So that is the Ibarat and the text. Whatever is in the ocean is permissible except the frog. Why the frog is not permissible? Because the hadith of Mustafa, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Naha Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam an qatli divda. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prohibited the killing of frogs. 
Therefore, Al-Imam Shafi'i Rahimahullah says, everything in the ocean is permissible except frogs. That is the Shafi'i Madhab and school. So not Hanafi. If you posted the question, you said Hanafi, said no. Then we go to the Hanafi school. Hanafi says, Everything in the water, ocean is not permissible except samak, that is fish. So when we ask the Hanafi scholars, what is your proof, what is your evidence? They quote the hadith in Ibn Majah, they quote the hadith in Abu Dawood, Uhillat lana ad-daman wal Two blood are halal and two carrion, two mayta are halal. Remember, carrion and blood is haram. Quran says, Innama haram alaykum al So the carrion and the blood is haram and unlawful. So Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam elaborated and explained and expounded on it and said, Uhillat lana ad-daman. Two blood are halal for us. Al-kabidu wa tihal. The kaleji, the liver and the spleen. So that is halal. Wal-maytatan and the two dead things are halal. As-samaku wal-jarad. The fish and the locust. So therefore the Hanafi say only fish is permissible. So non-fish will not be permissible according to the Hanafis and Shafis. Everything is permissible except the frog. That is what is the Dalai. First of all, that is the Madahib. That are the Dalail. And inshallah, my brother Abdullah, in future you must read with both eyes. Don't be sleepy and read, my brother. <laughs> 14 minutes to 5. I'm actually having a good smile this morning. I see little Taliba, she says, Muftisab, I record every word that you utter on radio. And she says, Muftisab, I just heard now you saying that on the 60s and 70s, Muftisab used to play soccer with the Bumjis. Was Muftisab good in football? Little Taliba from Wellington. <laughs> Very good. Alhamdulillah. I used to play for our soccer team there in uh, William Hills in Benoni. Subhanallah. We played soccer for them, cricket for them, represented the school. MashaAllah. We used to play all positions, center forward, goalkeeper, everywhere. <laughs> but all waste of time. Now we've got no time for all this nonsense. Definitely true, Ustad. We were there. Allah took us very far as well at football. We were there. It's, there's no use in that. Ustad, we go to Mu'allima from Perth. Uh, Australia. Assalamu alaikum, honorable Mufti Sab. Hope you and your family are all good. Uh, how was your trip? Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always protect Mufti Sab and your family. I mean, Mu'alima wants to know providing a separate house, a right of the human ustad, what amount of space would suffice? Can a lady make a condition that she will accept marriage proposal only if given a separate house and boy is not well off? Can boy refuse separate ustad, Mu'alima? Almighty Allah Jalla wa has mentioned in the Noble Quran such verses and the Quran Sharif is for all times, all places, all circumstances. Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu function wa anzalna ilayka dhikra litubayyina linnasi ma nuzila ilayhim. Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had to explain the Quran Sharif to humanity so that they know what is revealed to them. And remember, wala Allahum yatafakkaroon, so that they could wonder, ponder in it. So that is the importance of Quran and the Sunnah Mubarakah. So therefore, we say we go to Quran Sharif first. The verse I quoted now, Surah 16, Surah Nahal Dabi, verse 44. Chapter 16, verse 44. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa will explain to you in detail. Now let's go to the Quran Sharif and analyze and sort out this issue. 
Quran says Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse 19, وَعَاشِرُوهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ And you must treat your wives with urf, with equity, with justice, with love. So everywhere the urf, the tradition, custom, remember, is different. Yes, in Islam, the wife or the wife-to-be is entitled to request and demand. She wants a separate dwelling, whether it be a small little house like in Japan, or whether it be a mansion or whatever if the husband is rich. So you must remember it will change from country to country. But in principle, she has the right to request that. Remember the word I use in urf. Urf is the customary law, the tradition. So that Islam allows, provided that it does not encroach and is not against the other laws of Islam. Today people want to use Urf and their customary things for haram activities. Remember that it's haram and you go right out of the fall of Islam and you try and justify it. So we need to understand things properly in their proper perspective. Second one, Mustafa sallallahu hadith in Tirmidhi. خيركم خيركم لأهليكم وأنا خيركم لأهلي The best of you are the best of you to your wives and your children. I, Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the best to my wives and my children. Authentic hadith in Tirmidhi mentioned on the authority of Siddiqah to bintu Siddiq, Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha, the honorable daughter of Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anha. Simple example I give you. How you want goodness for your own daughter? Why don't you give that to your wife? You want your son-in-law to provide separate dwelling, separate flat, separate outbuilding for your daughter. So why don't you provide that for your wife? Think about that seriously. Ustad, it's nine minutes to five o'clock. Jazakumullah khairan. Ustad, your program, inshallah, today, inshallah? Gee, inshallah, five past one. Inshallah, we'll be here for tafsir. And then, inshallah, we will come back at two o'clock for the report back. And then eight to ten for the Q&A, inshallah. Barakallah fiqh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.